welcome to your spiritual BFF podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Easter Johnson. Do you ever want to ask all your woo-woo, weird questions to someone, but don't know who to go to? Are you spiritually curious? Well, I'm your girl, here to guide you in all things spirituality, manifestation, crystals, energy healing, and more. Welcome to your awakening. Hello, welcome to another Spiritual BFF podcast. I'm your host, Hannah. Today's episode is a riff that I recently went on on Instagram. I've been doing affirmation uh, videos over on IGTV, really short repeat after me affirmations. And then we dig through, hey, was there any resistance on these affirmations? And that's where the work gets to be because affirmations for the sake of toxic positivity, spiritually bypassing is not my bag. Okay. Because it's spiritual bypassing at its best and it can be, Oh, I'm doing affirmations in the mirror. I'm talking about how much I love myself, my body, how much I trust the universe, all these things, which can be good and helpful and supportive in partnership with doing the work, checking your limiting beliefs, rewriting, reprogramming limiting beliefs in your subconscious, because that's really, really manifest our life from so in this video, you might hear me say, oh, I'm, I'm in a video, okay? In this podcast episode, you might hear that. Just know that that's because it's audio taken from one of those videos. I really wanted to let this live on my podcast though because there's so many juicy takeaways, tips, and you get to hear me talk through my way of reprogramming limiting beliefs. And I really talk you through exactly how it happened for me as I'm on a drive in my car. It's about a 45-minute drive and how I auditorily will rewrite some of my limiting beliefs. Now, subconsciously, there's some heavier or deeper, I mean, work that can be done to rewrite limiting beliefs. But sometimes for people that are auditory, for people that have to talk through and process things, talking them out loud is so supportive. And then you can dig in and do it in a meditation, do it in journaling, do it in hypnosis, um, practicing it. Then after you've discovered the root of that limiting belief. Energy healing can also be supportive of this. Working with an intuitive coach or reader like myself is supportive of rewriting limiting beliefs and really getting to the root, rooting it out, taking a look at it, and then reprogramming better feeling thoughts, beliefs, and new truths for yourself. So enjoy this video. If you have any questions, let me know. And if you are somebody who's currently has a big item on your vision board, on your manifestation list, on your mind, in your dreams, this episode is for you. Hi, today I'm going to talk to you a little bit through about how I reprogram some of my limiting beliefs. Um, I'm a very visual person, so when I am manifesting things, I tend to visualize them and your subconscious, if you get in a deep enough state during this visualization, doesn't actually know what is what is what is true reality, what is true and what is not when you're visualizing. So it's a powerful technique to visualize your goals and manifestations. And I say that because I do use a lot of that, and so that really helps me program my subconscious and program my mind and my beliefs into believing that these things are coming through. Now, when I'm in my awake conscious state, that doesn't all—that's not always the case. So, a um, a great thing that I like to do in my conscious state is talk through limiting beliefs. Um, for instance, I was in the car the other day. I was like, okay. Um, and when you're in the car, you're in a hypnotic state, um, even if you're the most focused present driver, it's a hypnotic state. So I was focusing on two manifestations that I am calling in right now and two big goals of mine. 
and I just started noticing any resistances coming up. For instance, one of mine is to one day own a Tesla, a Tesla um, sedan. So I brought that forward and I felt a resistance immediately. <laughs> so instead of, oh my gosh, that's not true. I'm going to shroud it with toxic positivity. That's spiritual bypassing. Instead, I was like, okay, let's see what's underneath this. And I was talking all of this out loud. I was alone on the car by myself talking all of it out loud. So my belief is that I can't have the Tesla and won't have the Tesla because um, it's a car for fancy people. And I was like, okay, my belief about a Tesla being a car for fancy people is based in this idea that cars are status and that cars are status. And so when you have a specific car, that means you have a specific status in the community or financial status or wealth status. And um, yeah, so if a Tesla is a fancy car, I'm not a fancy person because I don't have fancy status. Okay, that's my limiting belief. And I kept talking it through, so I didn't stop. I just kept going. And just talking, talking, talking until you realize you'll feel it. You'll feel it in your body like, oh, that's the one. And that was it for me. It was like, wow, I don't, I don't see myself as somebody who is, when I see a Tesla, I think it's chic and um, fancy and progressive. And then I was like, ooh, that word progressive. I do resonate with that word progressive. And I was like, what else is like this, the value of a Tesla or, or, or the status of a Tesla, like what do I believe about this car that I can't have it? Well, it's sexy and chic and um, progressive and who owns a Tesla? Okay, a person that owns a Tesla is um, progressive and they're open-minded and they're forward-thinking. They think about the future. They value nice things. They value um, innovation. But I was like, oh my gosh, wait, that is me. I am forward-thinking. I am progressive. I am open-minded. Um, I was just so stuck on the like um, the financial part of it. And it's not even like Tesla's are, like the, the most expensive car on the market, right? It's like, it wasn't even that. So then I had to like get underneath it because at first I was like, oh, it's just a money thing where I can't, I'm not, I'm not yet at the financial um, place to purchase a new car, period. Okay. And have a car payment because we don't have a car payment at all. So like, I thought, oh, that's it. it must be the money piece. You guys, it's, there's always so much more underneath it, okay? Just keep digging in, right? And then I realized, oh, it's this value piece. What do, what do I value? And then I thought back to childhood. A memory came up where my mom and my stepdad got new cars all the time. And whether it was like brand new or new to them, I feel like we probably had like 25 cars between like the ages of like when I was 10 and 20 years old, okay? Like our entire family had so many cars. Like my stepdad like got a lot of new cars and it was the whole thing. And it became this like point of stress and contention in my family and um, would really upset my mom whenever my stepdad would go do that. He would often leave do it without permission, blah, blah, blah. So that story, I was realizing, oh, and then I was like, oh, I made a belief about how stressful that connection was with, with new cars and cars being status and cars being, yeah, cars being status that it it really um, put a belief in me that like, I don't need a car for status, right? Like it, it doesn't make sense. Like, of course, like I'd like a nicer car or a newer car, whatever, but I can just settle for, you know, something, something basic, a Honda, Subaru, which are wonderful cars, by the way. And, um, but I, my heart's desire is to have the Tesla and I was making myself wrong about it because um, there was so much judgment from when I was a child based on my lived experiences. Okay, do you guys see all of these things? And this came, 
this happened within like less than five minutes of me talking to myself in the car. But I went on to dig even further of like, okay, and then like I know people that drive BMWs. Are they driving BMWs because they're like trying to flaunt their wealth? No, they are driving BMWs because they like the, they like the model of the car. They like the safety of it. They like all the features. They feel safest in it. Um, that's their style. What do they value? They value safety. They value consistency. So they only drive BMWs. They value um, high quality items. They value more ingenuity, um, innovation and things like that. That's why they have the BMW. They don't have the BMW because of status. I was like, wow, okay, well, what do I value? I value progressiveness, open-mindedness. I value eco-friendly. I value a sexy looking car. I value comfort in a car. I value technology. I value, um, yeah, forward thinking. That And then I realized like, oh, that's a Tesla for me. And so then I like literally like disproved all the little beliefs that were coming up about like, I'm not somebody that owns a Tesla because that was the underlying belief that like, I'm not somebody that I can't see myself in a Tesla, even though my heart's desire is to have one. And I realized, oh, it came from this belief that like, oh, I, my values don't align with that because like, I don't have that status. But when I got underneath it and really looked at it, my values align perfectly with this car that I desire. So I know this might seem like a superficial thing of like, oh, she's trying to manifest this car or money or whatever. I look at it as I'm coming from my heartfelt desires. These are not things that I'm trying to manifest or goals that I'm trying to accomplish to impress anyone, to um, have a place in society or status. Um, I think that's why I was so resistant about it. I was like, I don't want this car because I think it's going to gain this I'm guess I'm only going to gain this type of status because I own a Tesla. And see, even me just feeling like that, like that's a shadowy piece behind me because I grew up with um, a stepdad and a mom that kind of valued like cars being a way to um, show status and that you're doing well and that like you can have lots of them and like things like that. So I was able to dismantle all of that. And then my new belief, I was like, wow, well, my new truth about this is that I am somebody that values all the things that a Tesla represents to me, which means I belong in a Tesla, which means I get to have one, which means that I'm actually a person that it makes sense for them to own a Tesla. And so I belong in a Tesla. So then I'm reaffirming all of those, this new belief, this new I got underneath and excavated it. And now I'm replacing with better feelings, better feeling beliefs, better feeling thoughts and better feeling affirmations. So I hope that was supportive of you to take you through, like I'm literally doing this out loud in the car. I don't do this every day, but um, like I said, I use visualization a lot, but when it when you're in your conscious mind, you can't suddenly like, oh, I need to go back in my visualization, just visualize it happening. That doesn't work because your beliefs are really what's manifesting these things for you. So I hope that was supportive of you. Go out and try it for yourself. Come up with a goal or manifestation that you have in mind and sit with it for a second and say, my desire is, or... I'm manifesting a or whatever that language feels good to you about or I have a Tesla I have a blank or I have I've achieved blank and then just start noticing the thoughts the words the beliefs the little voice in the back of your head and then work through those disprove them and come up with better feeling thoughts affirmations and beliefs okay let me know in the comments if this resonated for you and if you try it out let me know